Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe. We speak today to Brad Rourke, CEO of Scotty Resources. They had a bit of success with the drill bit last year, hitting three out of three targets. They've also raised two million bucks from Eric Sprott in January of this year. Also looking to do another raise now of two million uh, to be able to complete their drill program for this year. We discuss that and lots more. Enjoy the podcast. Hey Bradley, how are you doing, sir? I'm well, thank you. And yourself? Not bad, not bad. You look like you're up a mountain. Good. I am. Well, I'm, uh, I've got a little green screen back here, but uh, I'm sitting on top of uh, my Bitter Creek property overlooking the town of Stewart, British Columbia, and that's the Portland Canal. Just, uh, it's kind of one of the properties in in question. So Beautiful. it's kind of a neat, neat little thing, technology. Even I, I, I figured out how to do that and I can hardly send an email. So that is uh, not a bad place to work, right? Look at that view. Well, like, um, Brad, why don't we kick off? Give us a one minute overview of the project and I'll, I'll take it from there. Sure. So uh, the property in question or, or the projects, the old past producing Scotty gold mine. Scotty was a producing gold mine from let's call it 1981 to 1984, it produced a half ounce per ton, and it's in the prolific Golden Triangle. Um, I kind of live in the area, I've raised my family in a little town called Smithers, which is in Northern British Columbia. That's how I got aware of the project. And for the viewers, and it would be sandwiched in between Pritium, which is the Bruce Jack mine, and Ascot. And so I've got a really nice accumulated land position over the last five years in between those two properties. Okay, brilliant, brilliant. So I'm always interested to find out what the management team have set out to do. So what type of company are you? So you've got to walk into this with a game plan, right? So what's your game plan? Well, so my game plan, and and again, we've been checking boxes. So this is going into my fifth year. Uh, What, as I just said, you know, I got interested in the Scotty gold mine because it produced a half ounce a ton. And then just kind of was orphaned or no one really worked on it since, uh, you know, a little bit of work was done. But 1984, uh, in 2015, Pritium was building a power line and it was going right through that property. So my plan, my business plan for the last few years was to consolidate a very difficult area to consolidate. I mean, everybody knows about the Golden Triangle. uh, And so up until maybe the last year i was just trying to piece together a patchwork of of properties because it was all everybody had a little postage stamp waiting for their ship to come in and so it's taking four years but basically i was a consolidator of the area i think i can successfully say i've done that consolidation we took a really really good geological team uh, as a consultant i had equity exploration do all my technical work so what we did when the market didn't care is we relogged core we had structural geologists go up and reinterpret this deposit that it had never really done modeled it for the first time and so we for the last few years that's what we were doing we were accumulating land we were coming up with a, a new thesis and then we implemented our ideas in 2019 for the first time and we drilled this small little drill program and we were fortunate enough that we hit uh three for three or three distinct different zones. And all three zones uh, had extraordinary results as far as we were concerned. We were hoping that if one of those zones hit, we would show that that you know we, we have a good handle on, on 
how we think that this deposit sits, we were lucky enough that we hit on all three. So uh, I think now we'd be calling ourselves going into 2020. We're a pure exploration company now. We've, we've accumulated the land. We've, we've cleaned up an old company. I didn't start this company. I took it over and I was an investor in it uh, and ended up just taking it over because I was, <laughs> I wasn't happy the direction that the company was going. And that, that's a whole other story. But now I could say we're a pure exploration company. We get to follow up on those three zones. And we did a whole bunch of surface work on all these new lands that we put together and have a whole bunch of encouraging uh, uh, smoke to follow up there as well. Right. Okay. So what's your background, Brad, before we go on? Well, I'm, uh, it's funny. I'm, uh, I've got a pretty diverse background. I'm a businessman. Uh, I've always worked in the resource business. Um, in my 20s, I worked in, in this area. I was a claim staker. I staked Comes Mines. I, I ran the Avalanche program at Comes for a few years. But I was basically, in my 30 years ago, I was in uh, the mining service sector. And when mining stopped in British Columbia 2000, or 1998, Windy Craggy, right before the dot-com bust, I moved from Smithers, British Columbia, Northern British Columbia, to Calgary and got into business. And, and I started off, well, I ran an online grocery store. I was very entrepreneurial, but I ended up getting into the financial business and started doing real estate and energy deals in, in Alberta. And it was a function of being in the right place at the right time. And I ended up uh, being on the front end of, of some of the, that, well, second largest IPO in the history of Canada is I actually orchestrated uh, and I went back to Smithers in 2006 for no other reason, but I wanted to raise my kids in a small town and that's how I got on here. So I've just been a, a serial entrepreneur. Uh, I've been lucky enough that I've, I've, I've had a, a few tombstones or a few notches on my belt that ended up being really good and, and maybe I was right place, right time. I've been very lucky. Uh, this is the first deal I've done since 2000. Five, I guess this okay. would be the very first thing I've done. I basically was just raising the kids. Uh, I was lucky enough to raise the kids for 10 years and coach sports. And, and my wife and I were just living in the community. I didn't mean to get into this, but now here I am five years later, fully immersed in so the junior mine. Is this your first, this is obviously then your first mining deal in, in terms of running the mining company? First mining deal that I've ran. Now mm. I've been, you know, I'm a, I've invested in lots of lots of resource. I, under, I, I have an understanding of commodities. Uh, this is the very first time I, I uh, I've ran one of these uh, junior companies. But uh, okay, yeah. and so I never meant. <laughs> so what's what's your uh, position in this? How many shares do you hold, and how much money have you put in? Well, it gets less and less every day because I keep diluting myself. But to answer your question, I mostly self-funded it. Uh, for the first few years, um, when people want to see boxes checked and, you know, does a guy have skin in the game? Well, you know, it's not exactly a million dollars, but I was at a million dollars of my kid's money even a year ago, but I was lending the company money because I was already at 19% and I couldn't break this 20% threshold. But after I brought Eric Sprott in, I'm down. I own 12% of the company, and I and I was lending the company money. I paid myself back a hundred and I think 150,000. It's in my my financials. So I'm in I'm in hard dollars, 800,000 plus. I don't really, you know, I didn't take a salary for the first few years. I 
I take a, a little bit of a salary. I pay my geologist more than I pay myself at the moment, but um, okay. you know, and, and I never paid a commission on any money I've ever raised until just recently when I went to Beaver Creek because uh, I just self-funded it and people who knew me from past deals and okay. and it was a concept. But now now we're running. We've hit Brilliant. the ground running. Brilliant. Okay, and we'll, and we'll talk about the announcement today about the two million bucks in a second. But so. If you're the businessman, the entrepreneur, who is the geologist and the guy who knows what they're doing in terms of drilling, etc.? Well, and and you're exactly right. You wouldn't want me picking drill holes, but I. Um, so I'll back that up. So back in, I guess 2017, when I was stubborn enough to think I could take over one of these little junior mining companies, I knew I'm a salesman, right? I I can follow the bouncing ball. And if I got if I sit on the shoulders of, of, of really strong people, I'll have no troubles getting into whatever doors I need to. And that was my business plan. So I immediately hired a company called Equity Exploration uh, to do my technical work. So I inherited with the project 20 banker boxes of data. It was all still sitting in Imperial because back then it was still uh, feet and inches in, in the 80s. And um, so I had Equity Exploration model it, do all all that technical work and come up with theories. But within that program, there was one of the consultants in 2018 and I was an operational CEO. I slept 60 days in a sleeping bag in 2018 on site and I had equity sent me a bunch of, of scientists and this one guy in particular who was doing my relogging program. So we went and relogged all the core. We did all the things you're supposed to do. And I could tell he's very interested in the geology. Uh, but his real job, he ran, he was the program head at BCIT, uh, 37-year-old PhD. But when I was in the mountains with him, I'm going, this guy's not academia at all, right? He, he loves to go rappelling and hang from cliffs and mountaineering. And much like when I was younger, I was a big skier. And I'm going, why are you in academia? And he goes, well, every time I graduated, there was a downturn. So when I got my PhD, uh, it was 2013. Again, the market crashed. And so... He ended up teaching a class at BCIT and, and two years later, he was running the whole program. So he has since left and has joined me. He's my VP exploration. We still have equity engineering or exploration consultants. Their fingerprints are all over everything, helping with the drill program. So from that point of view, they're the front lines of the technical work. But then if you look at my board of directors, I've got two super strong guys, Ernie Mast, uh, who's a big C-suite mining executive, a COO of New Gold, built Cobre Panama, been, been, you know, built three mines and ran four personally. He's on my board. And then I'm also have John Williamson on my board, who's a junior mining, you know, very successful junior mining executive, has lots of success under his belt. He's currently with a company called Benchmark Metals. He has Alta Plano. And so he's my advice I take on the junior mining side. So I've got a, a good technical team on the board side that understands junior mining and understands bigger mining. And then I have Thomas and Equity running the day-to-day -day, uh, uh, technical work. Okay, so let's get back to what it is that you're trying to do. So you've, you've done a little bit of drilling. Um, you know what you're capable of today and you've brought on some people to advise you, right? So uh, now might be a good time to talk about the money and why you raised it, because that might help answer what I asked you, which was, you know, what are you trying to do with the business today? 
Sure. So it is my intention uh, in, let's say, for 2020 is to show a pathway to a multi-million ounce deposit. If you were to ask me that question two years now, obviously business plans evolve all the time, but I, I'm an ex exploration company. Although I'd like to note that Scotty Gold has a permit. There's a mill there, there's power. I don't want people to confuse to think I'm going mining because I'm not. But up until, you know, if you asked me a year and a half ago, my whole business plan was predicated on Ascot getting a, a uh, mill going just 10 kilometers down the road. It's following that very quickly. And I thought I could show at least a half a million ounces of high grade gold on surface. And I was going to one day sell that to Ascot. But as it turns out, I've now I've accumulated way more land than I ever thought and, and I thought was impossible to get. And uh, so now I have a district scale piece of property, which I, I didn't have a year and a half ago, but now I've, I've assembled quite an attractive piece with extremely exciting geology. But again, this the model is let's show a pathway to a multi-million ounce uh, uh, a deposit in order to get a resource on these things. That's a lot of drilling right now. I want to just show that, you know, we put a theory together. We will we, we, prove that uh, uh, theory up with the truth machine with the drill. And our first round is very successful. And then obviously I'm not going to build a mine, but I have Freedom right there. I have Ascot there. Those are two great people that when the market turns around should be interested. And if not, it actually may look good to someone who wants something standalone. Okay, so you've, you've announced this two million uh, placement. Is that closed yet? No, no, no. I just uh, <laughs> I I wrote the news release last night <laughs> at four thirty, so uh, I haven't even got sub agreements out to the people. But I can tell you that the interest was uh, better than I expected, so I'm happy uh, for that. Knock knock on wood. Never count uh, until the checks are in the bank. But I mean. It looks, you know, I was kind of, not that I was worried, but because of, of the, the environment, especially for us micro juniors, um, I was in no duress because I, Eric Sprott gave me a couple million bucks a couple months ago. So we were healthy that way, but I was going, you know, I just wanted to show the market that we are drilling. We are following up with what we had last year. And I just wasn't sure how the market was going to react. I can see generalists kind of going into the major, you know, the bigger companies, which is great because then, you know, eventually I'm the last guy to eat as a junior exploration company. Uh, but I can say I'm very pleased with, uh, you know, the last four hours because my phone's ringing and, and a lot of people asking questions. So I'm feeling good. And then we just show the market that we've been able to, we are able to raise money. We are going to do our program, knock on wood, as long as the government allows me to do it and it, everything looks like it's a go, but. Okay, so, uh, so let me, how, I want to understand what you, how the brain's thinking here. So Eric gave you a couple of million uh, bucks. When was that, was it the beginning of the year? Yeah, January 1st. Yeah, okay, yeah. so he gave you that money. You obviously haven't burnt your way through that yet, but you want to go out to market again now, get, raise some more money. Is Eric going to come in in that round or is he going to be diluted? You know, I haven't checked the book. Um, I've got somebody running that for me right now. Uh, I do know that uh, the gentleman, the, the group that brought Eric's brought to me in the first place are participating. I just can't speak for him. I haven't spoke to him personally, but I do know that side of the book is, is happy. And, 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 and uh, but I haven't seen any names uh, yet. So right. I, I, I don't know. 
Uh, but I did. I can promise you before I was going to announce this, he's the second largest shareholder in the company. I did kind of go, what do you, you know, I was asking advice. He's not on my board, but I did ask his team going here. This is what I'm thinking. Uh, much like I did a transaction a couple of weeks ago. I will always inform my second largest shareholder. And, and because there's a lot of advice there and, and, and support that he can give me uh, more so than just dollars. And right. So I'm happy to, uh, to have that. So I can tell you everybody's happy. I don't know whose names are on any of the orders yet. Okay, so tell me, what did you say to him? Because you must have said, here's my plan. You gave me two million, I'm getting another two. Here's what I want to do with it. What was that? I think you're on the right, okay, the answer is this. You're on the right track. Don't blow your brains out. Don't think you have too much money, right? That was, uh, he's very, very direct. He's, you know, there's not a lot of flash there. Uh, but the advice was, yeah, I like what you're doing. Don't blow your brains out. Obviously, I'm managing it. And that had more to do with the transaction I did. So I renegotiated all my land deals when we were in the eye, in the, eye of the storm mid-March. And I had option deals because, again, I've been putting this piece of land. I just I renegotiated everything. And I ended up saving, if you look back, the second news release back, you know, I saved, in my mind, a million and a half dollars. And now I own most of that land all 100%. He liked that idea as long as I didn't, you know, because it was essentially his money I was spending. Right. Um, so he was happy with that. And then this this one uh, that we're doing that we just announced this morning is uh, coincides with, yeah, we've got a program. We're going to do our program. We're going to try and always do what we say we're going to do. Uh, there's no flack at all. So I say so that that's the bit I want to help with. Okay. So because because right now it just feels like 200 other gold explorers in Canada and elsewhere. So as an investor, I want to understand what you're going to do that's going to be different or what you're going to do, which is going to ensure the maximum chance of success. I appreciate exploration is risky. So what are you going to be doing? What's the focus of that money? Well, for this season, we've got it laid out on our presentation, which you can go on onto our website, but I, I can, it's not that complicated. We are going to do 5,000 meters of drilling, of which two thirds of that drilling is going to follow up on the three zones that we hit last year. So we have a lot more confidence in that part of the program than we ever did last year. So, and then a lot of the surface sampling that we found, uh, we had great results on new lands that really, really tie in, hopefully, to the Scotty. We'll do a third of a drilling, and that's called the domino zone. Uh, we've been watching Ascot very close. They have been having great success doing IP on select targets. So we've already contract. We're going to do, we're not going to reinvent anything. They're having success at it. We've worked, same company. We, we're in the queue. We're going to do a bunch of uh, IP on select targets. Uh, way back when, or not way back, a year and a half ago when I took over the Summit Lake properties, Ron Natalinsky was nice enough that he gave me an old EM survey that he had for the area. Uh, and we know, you know, and so that's where we went and looked at at the summit lake. We kind of went on these cross hatches on the map. We never had the data. We just had a map and extraordinary what we found there. So we're going to fly. And that EM was done in 1984, I believe in around the eighties sometime. So we are going to run a high level, low, low EM survey Cause it's, it really, really lights up at Scotty gold. And Thomas is, is excited with that. We'll continue to do some mapping. There's a, the Grand Duke Tunnel. The Grand Duke's an old copper mine from the 60s that uh, I work out of their camp. 
while on these new lands that I have that is attached to Scotty, there's a five kilometer tunnel that goes right through our property. I didn't have access to that last year, so I don't, but we're gonna go map that tunnel this year. The company castle has been nice enough that we struck a deal that they're gonna allow me to get in there and look at that geology. It's a five kilometer inverted drill hole that uh, we can't find any information on. So we're excited to get at that. Um, I've got a little tailings project again, not to confuse you, but we've been working two years. There's a bunch of tailings there. We figure we've done two years worth of work, an awful lot of work, benchmark recoveries. That I'm not in the tailings business, but there could be a non-dilutive financing in there and we could realize we have a notice of working with the government. Again, I still have to deal with the government, so you never know. <laughs> There's no guarantees there, but uh, uh, so far, so good. So that's, you know, really the important part is we'll follow up on the drilling, go drill the domino zone, continue mapping, continuing uh, what we've done on our southern pieces of land, which is not necessarily the Scotty. We are, you know, it, it's not as advanced as Scotty. We'll, we'll just do some mapping and, and come up with theories there, uh, do some geochem geophysics. Tell me about the tailings. I'm interested in tailings because it seems like it should be, as you say, you know, licenses and permits allowing because you're, it's effectively a cleanup job as well, isn't it? So you how hard is it to get the prerequisite permissions to actually do something with that and what do you know about it the tailings well we, we could talk for about two hours on it because i put try, a lot of work try three minutes you uh, got three minutes how many but i'll condense it to this um so in the past when scotty gold operated they were dumping the tailings into a lake the lake is no longer there because the salmon glacier has receded and then the lake is gone. So these tailings are exposed, but I didn't drain that lake. That happened 15, 20 years ago. And the tailings were, were you know, this thing went bankrupt, said taken over. They're not my liability whatsoever, unless I put a rubber tire on them. So I've never done that. I'm allowed to go, you know, we've been taking water samples and we're trying to understand them. So we started this, I've done two seasons of work. So I've done, over a hundred samples all the way to the bottom. We've done a volume estimate. We've done our own internal benchmarks. And then we have independent benchmarks to what we could uh, recover for them, recover from them. I've, I've spoken with the gold commissioner and said, look, this is a clean, I'm not in the tailings business. That would be good for everybody involved for us to clean up. I would love to clean it up. I mean, I've, for years, I've been just cleaning up the general site and putting doors on addits, making things safe. Uh, we all agree that that it should be done. But if you tell me I'm going to have liability for it, I'm not. I'm, I'm in the gold business. I'm not in the tailings business. I'm not interested. So we're working towards that. Uh, like I say, the gold commissioner and I, we, we've we've submitted applications. It makes sense to us. We are looking at whether we can make a concentrate of it, take the sulfides out of it, dry it, stack fill an old addits. We, we, but again, when we're dealing with the environment and the government, um, they hold the, you know, the okay. final say. But, you know, what I can tell you is this, is that we believe the average grade of my whole tailings is 2.2 uh, grams. It's six grams at the very bottom of the pile and, and 0.7 on the top. And we've done like a proper survey and studies two, two, for two years. We believe we can recover 80% of that. So, and we think it, historically there's 196,000 tons uh, produced, 
but we think with the rake and, and we did a volume estimate, we're conservative go, maybe it's 160,000 tons uh, at 2.2 grams. I'm not allowed to say numbers, but you just, it's not hard to, to, to work it out. And, uh, and we've already gone as far as talk to buyers in Taiwan. I know how many truckloads it would take me to get it to Stewart. And I know what it costs to put it on, on a bulk ship. And we've talked with the Susies and the same place it's moving uh, concentrate from the Pritium out, out there. And cause it's, remember, it's just 40 kilometers down the road, 45 kilometers down the road, there's a port. And so it's 165 truckload. We've done all the work again, but we're just it's not all in my control. And, and, but we're working with the government cause it'd be nice to clean that up. It'd be nice for the company to realize a little bit of value for doing that. And then it's just less dilutive. Just gotcha. more drill holes. Gotcha. Okay. Less dilution. What? When? When does four million bucks run out? When are you going to be diluting again? Well, it's a very good question. And again, now we're getting into the dreaming part. I don't think I'll need to raise money for a very long time. Um, and just stay tuned, and you'll watch, and, and it'll be easy to read between the lines on that. But I have. 22 cent warrants in the company that have an accelerator on at 29 cents. God willing, I think we get through that. That would add another $3 million to the company. Um, I have no, you know, again, I've got lots of CA signed. I'm looking for strategic partners. There's many ways to, you know, I have enough shares outstanding. <laughs> Again, if I started the company, this it would be a lot tighter. I mean, I, I took over an existing company, and every share I have, I bought. So I, I you know, I get uncomfortable. I'm not uncomfortable with, with the amount of shares outstanding, but you know, even today, I'm like, okay, more shares, more shares. But I would say that you're not going to probably see, you know, after the next couple of weeks get done here, and we'll close what we're doing. We could probably, uh, you know, unless somebody wants to do a major, major, major program next year and but we won't be needing to raise any money for the, for the rest of this season. That's for sure. Okay. That's good yeah. news. We can do everything. We've got it budgeted and we're, you know, I think we're one of the few smaller micro juniors that are going, we're funded. Right. And, and not everybody is. So we're, we're feeling very lucky blessed right now. Okay. Brilliant. Yeah. Brad, thanks so much for running through that. That's, uh, it's always exciting to talk to exploration companies and, uh, listen to their hopes and dreams about what, what will be, um, do stay in touch with us and let us know how you get on with the drill program. And obviously, you know, good luck with the closing of this uh, placement. No, no, I sure appreciate your time and anybody watching, you know, uh, my phone number is on the website. Uh, we run this pretty lean and mean. If you have any questions, please feel free or I could do a virtual tour and I could take you through the mine and, and, you know, get, put a little bit more color if we had more time, but I uh, certainly appreciate uh, your time and, and uh, thank you very much. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to Cruxcast or our website, cruxinvestor.com, and of course, our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus, you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn. We really love getting your feedback, so please keep it coming, and we'll speak to you again soon.